Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. If you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge, So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses creams and serums are made of 70 percent water 15 percent preservatives and emulsifiers leaving only around 15 percent for the active ingredients that your skin needs but luckily now there's fiber skincare 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. 
If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. I'm looking for the Bachelorette. Oh my God. Let the journey begin. I think it's perfect. You stole my pun. Oh, my God. What's up, boys? Cheers to not being that guy. If you are not here for the right reasons, there's the door. The Bachelorette premieres Monday, June 7th on ABC. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and what you heard up top was the latest promo, or at least the audio from the latest (laughs) promo for the next season of The Bachelorette, airing June 7th, starring Katie Thurston as our 18th crown. Yeah, 18th crown, season 17. We can't wait. And today's episode is going to be incredible. (laughs) We are doing a deep dive into that promo. There were three promos that came out. This is the most recent of them. We're going to be going shot by shot through the entire promo, dissecting it completely for your entertainment and for your knowledge, because it does give away some things about this season, which are pretty fascinating. And of course, we're still going to be talking about these promos uh, on Thursday's episode this week in Bachelor Nation because it is huge news. But we thought today we would just really dig deep into this and break it all down for you. But before we get to that, we have something else to discuss. Pace Case, it's Mm -hmm. your birthday! (laughs) Huge, huge news. Huge topic to discuss. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you indeed. And over this weekend, Pace Case put on a little celebration. It was Mm -hmm. a party of sorts. I attended, of course, had a lovely time. And as a result of my attendance at this extravaganza thrown by Pace Case, Mm -hmm. I was moved. I was inspired to create something. Right now... (laughs) Yes, it's, uh, as you may know, from time to time, I dabble in the musical arts. And oh, my God. <laughs> I have created uh-huh. something okay. that I'm going to play for you now, play for everyone now. This will be its premiere on the world stage. And it sums up my feelings about <laughs> that day and about where we are in the state of the pandemic to some degree. It's not a long song. It's just a minute or so, but I'm going to play it for you now, and I hope you enjoy it, Pace Case. I hope everyone listening enjoys it. Here you go. This is a Game of Roses world World premiere. premiere. Went 
to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive. Today I did more than just survive. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive. Today I did more than just survive. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive. Today I did more than just survive. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clues. Thank you for this beautiful birthday gift. The gift I did not know I needed, but now I feel complete. <laughs> it was a gift that you gave me on your birthday. <laughs> That song was just in my fucking head because of the party that you put on. So thank you because I had a great time making the song and a great time at the party. Happy birthday, of course. This is going to be a huge year for you. Everything is going to be better than last year. We're out of the pandemic. We got exciting things happening at Gore. Everything's coming up roses for you and for me. Uh, Clues... Thank you so much for coming to my birthday. I know it was during the daytime in the sunlight, and I know how you are a vampire, and it's not for you, but you came, you had your hood pulled (laughs) way over your face, but showed up and delivered your cheer, your signature cheer. (laughs) It was literally my pleasure. It was the first social engagement that I have indulged in i mean since the pandemic really that's the most people that i've been around in close proximity since all of this shit started a year whatever ago this was a thousand person rave that i hosted (laughs) (laughs) it was a warehouse party Um, you know it was a little awkward i think at, at least the people that i was talking to in the beginning some people were openly saying i don't know should i look at you in the eyes like i don't really know what to do here you know we were everybody was kind of just like getting Mm -hmm. that engine turned back on to be like what is it like to go to a party and all that kind of stuff and i think everybody being vaccinated helped you know soothe the kind of the pandemic fear or the pandemic kind of weirdness about all of that a little bit and then once everybody started talking i think at least for me once that flipped once that switch got flipped, it was like, okay, this is what it's like to tell jokes to people who are fucking in the same Not room the with computer. you, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And it was, it was super fun. Uh, after the birthday celebration, the next day I went over to my parents' house for Mother's Day and I gave my mom a hug, and she said, you're still not doing full hugs. And I was like, I'm (laughs) sorry, I'm trying. (laughs) I was like, I'm still just like PTSD from this whole year. It's going to be a a transition still. 
I As love you that. Said, your mom your, was shitting on your hugs. Yeah. <laughs> in your great song, you know, we've been locked in our houses for a year and it's, it's hard to come out of. Totally. I even found myself driving to your birthday party. There was like horrible traffic on the one on one oh one. I almost said on the one on one. That's how fucking deep oh this shit God. is in my fucking head. On the one on one freeway. And I enjoyed <laughs> the fucking traffic. I was like, oh wow. yeah, this is what it's like to sit in LA traffic. I kinda miss this shit. This is oh it's my fun. God. Like looking over at all the cars and oh shit, there's somebody else stuck in the traffic and there's some <laughs> graffiti like, on the, the fucking side of the highway. <laughs> it was traffic. for me. I was like I was listening to my Are you waving? Uh, <laughs> No, I wasn't waving anybody. I was listening to BPM, Beats Per Minute Station, on Sirius Satellite Radio, and just enjoying being in my car out in the world, like having a place to go to for some reason. <laughs> that was interesting <laughs> to me. But uh, once again, happy birthday, Pace Case. Thank and you. And I'm glad you like the song. I do. It's not, you know, Clues doesn't write original songs just for anything. You know, this is very, that special moment. It's like me, the dark seasons, rate and review this podcast, you know, the the heavy hitters. <laughs> the pit has a song. The pit. It's the pit. Yeah. As soon as we get our book done, we're in the second draft of it now. The <gasps> book song. The pit, well, the pit album is going to happen. Ooh. And there is a song that uses the title of our book in it. Ooh. How do Great. I win the bachelor? How do I get the diamond ring? How do I win the bachelor? Something like that. <laughs> Sounds like a chart topper. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. Anyone out there who liked, I went to the gym, I went to a party. Please feel free to do a cover and send it to us at our Game of Roses Gmail. That's G-A-M-E-O-F-R-O-Z-E-S at Gmail. And we'll be playing some of the better ones in our uh, show if you send them in. I'm going to upload into our podcast feed an instrumental version of the song with no Mm -hmm. lyrics if you want to use that. But also feel free to make your own music up and just use the lyrics. And in the show notes of that file will be the lyrics written out for you. So look out for that if you're musically inclined. The gift that keeps on giving. And now, Pace Case, let's move on to discuss this promotional video released by the official Bachelorette ABC Instagram account. This video is the one that they posted on Monday, May 10th. And it says on Monday, June 7th, break out those champagne glass emojis and get ready to cheers to hashtag the Bachelorette. Right now it has 176,000 views. I have not been one of those views yet. I have not seen it. I'm. S- you might need to refresh your Instagram page because it has 209,000 views. Oh, my and God. And it has been on the internet for two hours. So that's at the time of recording. By the time this episode airs, who knows? It'll probably be over a million views. It's going to be big. And let's just have general impressions. What are your thoughts and feelings after your first initial viewing of this? I mean, I've, I've watched it like 40 times now, but I'll try to remember back to when it was fresh two hours ago. 
Wait, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh shit. This this is gonna be my live reaction. Right now I'm staring at the still image. It's Katie Thurston on her night one. She's got her hands covering her mouth and the words at the bottom say, Oh my god. She's reacting to limo exits. I can't wait to okay. watch this. Please enjoy. Okay. Okay, I already can't stop watching it. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Yeah. We got a sex doll. Which we predicted, by the way. Well, we predicted a dildo tot. He's not dressed as... We also predicted that somebody would walk in with a sex doll, the male equivalent we to did. her dildo. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I did say... There w- there might be a <laughs> flashlight cringle. <laughs> no, we literally said inflatable sex doll. We did? Oh yeah, gosh. we predicted that 100% wow. accurately. The Goracle is amazing. I mean, that was low-hanging fruit. We plucked it. Sure. What can, what can you do? Of we'll course that was going to happen. We'll pluck the low-hanging fruit. We'll take them all. But what is your general impression of this? Let's start there. I am amped. We got Tasha saying, let the journey begin. We got a little kitty cat tot, and Thurston is, what, taking over his standee? She fills in the lines for him? I mean, I want to go through this shot by shot, so we will get to that, because that moment in this trailer is, it's unfucking believable and I think it hints at something that's going to be indicative of this entire season. But your overall impression is you are amped. You are ready. This is getting you excited for the next season. Yeah. This is getting me amped, jacked, I'm glowing. I I mean, literally all I've seen from her actual season is just a still image of her night one dress. And this is like, oh, it's a real season. The thing that is potentially the most striking to me about it is this feels like a return to the old tone of the show, pre-Chris Harrison, pre-everything mm-hmm. that happened in season 25. I think it's, it goes without saying, really. Season 25 was the hardest season to watch. It was the one that was the least enjoyable because of what the producers did to destroy the entire thing, to destroy Matt James. Obviously, the huge controversy that then erupted with Dark Lord Harrison and Kirk Connell. Which, goddamn, I mean, we'll talk about this in uh, this week of Bachelor Nation, but Matt James and Kirkconnell are back together. What does that mean for DLH? It may exonerate him, at least in the eyes of okay, <laughs> ABC and stuff. I'm not saying like it ex- it exonerates his actions in any way, but I'm saying that if that you relationship think that helps is repaired, DLH, absolutely. Interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, do you feel like it feels like a return because the words come back to sexy read on the screen at one point? Subliminal. <laughs> it's subliminal messaging. You're like, it's I working. feel it's weird, but I feel like I'm coming back to the sexy <laughs> and the drama. <laughs> D-R-A-M-A. The things they're showing you in this, the guy coming uh-huh. in in the big box, the Winnebago, it's a bunch of smiling guys. She's got the sponge on the cowboy's bare chest she's telling jokes it's just all fun and that's something that has been missing in 
this franchise for a fucking year, mm-hmm. you know? But I mean, not just in the franchise, in the world at large. Nothing has been fun for a year for anyone. <laughs> the pandemic has sucked. There's uh, all kinds know. of like... Heather Martin with a pizza box on her head. Still think with joy about that. <laughs> You're right. Heather Martin did have a lot of fun. But I think we've all been just completely with a lack of anything fun and uplifting, yeah. upbeat. And this promo has that. That's all it is. I mean, it, you know, we get our tears and stuff, prerequisite type shit. But even that's fun because we know that that's a part of the game. What I get primarily from this trailer, and, and this is why I think it's a fucking fantastically made piece of media, is it puts back in my little cold heart. Mm-hmm. that spark of joy that used to exist when I watched this show that was gone last season. And it's fucking back. I really love this promo. I think it's fantastic. I also just like, I can't wait to see Thurston as lead. We have her saying a fucking 4TRR speech. We're going to see Taisha hosting. We get a little clip of Taish, And ugh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm... We haven't done the player breakdown, so this is actually my first glimpse of the players as well. And I'm like, mm, we got some, we got some handsome men. We got some. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> well, all right, let's go through it shot by shot. Yeah. First thing we see is two guys pushing a giant purple present into the room. So it's color coded to her dildo. It's a big giant box. We've seen. Uh, who fucking showed up in the box in some other bachelor in Hannah Brown season? There was a guy who showed up in a box. Do you remember this? Oh, the box guy. He worked for for Big Box. Um, hold on. The Box King Joe Barsano. Of course, the Box King Joe Barsano. So here we have someone challenging the Box King's throne and doing it more successfully, it looks like. It's like all of the fun of these crazy limo exits right off the bat. That's what they're giving you. The thing that we all tune in for on night one. I mean, there's other things, but like the limo exits are are the big piece of it. That is the extravaganza. That is the ceremony. Mm -hmm. That is, it's literally like the opening ceremony of the Olympics. All the teams come in wearing whatever they're wearing. They do Mm -hmm. a little dance and we're like, fuck, the Olympics are about to start. That's literally what (laughs) limo exits are. And so the first shot of this, promo is that it's like these limo exits are gonna be fucking crazy here's a guy in a fucking box (laughs) i love it i mean that box that's a grandy it appears someone is entering the game not via limo we get a couple of grandies in this promo later we see a guy in a winnebago i didn't miss the winnebago oh there's so much packed into here a lot of tear play. After the box, we see Katie put her hands up to her face and say, oh my God. And then we get a few other guys stepping out of the limos. And so we get to see a few of their faces and we get that that familiar feeling. The limo pulling up, the doors opening, the shoes stepping out. It's They just did a very good job of hitting these little visual markers that get you excited. I fucking love this goddamn promo. We also have Taisha immediately after that saying, let the journey begin. And you know what? We've been discussing possible hosts. I think she's got it. Just from this clip, she's got it. Fucking give it to Taisha. 
just don't give it to DLH. I'm sorry. I just you're scaring me with this discussion <laughs> of like scaring you. that Rachel and and Matt James getting back together means <laughs> DLH will be back. Imagine a scenario where we're talking about this now. We're doing a little offshoot because I I have to disagree with you about Tasha. This is the one kind of like low point in the trailer for me. Oh my gosh. Imagine a scenario where they have that old dark lord sitting in a chair after the final rose or women tell all style and sitting across from him on a couch is Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell. Now a couple. They have repaired their relationship. And now he gets the opportunity to interview them about that. And in some way, they give either an overt or implied kind of apology for the entire situation. And it, at least in the eyes of the the higher bachelor nation we're talking about abc warner brothers nzk productions they have now put forth a piece of media that says everything's okay with him now everything's okay with matt james and rachel corconnell so we don't have to worry about all her racist stuff and here's dark lord harrison you don't have to worry about his anymore either i'm not saying i agree with that at all i'm saying it is a possible route for his return i don't think they put dlh anywhere near Rachel Kirkconnell or Matt James ever again. I think they they want to end that link as much as possible. <laughs> you would think that, but this is also the same group of people who put Dark Lord Harrison in front of Michael Strahan less than a week after his extra interview to basically read a pre-prepared statement that did not go over well. These people don't make good decisions in terms of... <laughs> how to handle any of this it's like every step of the way they made poor decisions that made the entire situation worse well it's my birthday special so let's let's go back to the clips <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry so the Tasha clip it's like she's as much of a star as katie thurston Mm-hmm. It becomes her show in that moment. Like she's glowing. She's stealing the show. She's too yes. good. Yes. She's radiant. She's it's like what happened a little okay. bit. She's locked up. She's got Zach Clark. But it's like in the in the document that you're watching, it's a little bit like on Labor of Love when <laughs> Kristen Davis walked out of that house and the guys were like, Oh shit, you. I'm dating Kristen Davis. And it's like, no, you're dating Christy. Katzman. Uh, remember her from Womack's first season. <laughs> she got outshined a little bit. And mm. you never want that to happen with the lead of your show. And I feel like in this moment, at least, that's, that's what it looks like is happening. Now, I think over the course of a broader, longer season, Katie Thurston will take the reins. She will become the star. But at least in that moment, I mean, look at Tasha's hair. Look at her makeup. She's radiant. She's stunning. Yeah. I think that's okay, though, because she's locked up. She's got that serious relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that she's like a threat to start she's dating Katie's guys or anything. Zachy. <laughs> right. I'm just saying in that shot, you want the Bachelorette to be the star of your show. In that shot, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's coming across. It looks like the host is the star of your show. May I remind you, season one, you got... You're starting with DLH, and he has to make a little intro. I'm not. I'm a happily married man. And he's, you know, a young guy in that could easily steal the show. I think Tasha can do it, and I, yeah. 
Maybe. I, you know, maybe. I'll reserve judgment until after I've watched the season, but at least in this clip, that was the one little thing that stood out to me where I was like, it's definitely different than we've ever seen, obviously, with DLH, and mm -hmm. it's a little like stealing the shine from The Bachelorette. A little bit. Just a little. And I don't know if it'll be enough to make night one seem strange. I don't think it will be because I'm sure they're just going to use uh, Tasha and Caitlin in kind of the same places they would use DLH. Yeah. No, I definitely don't think we'll be giving them more screen time. Maybe a little TikTok dance. Uh, our next shot, we have large letters, bring back the sexy, overlaid over Thurston using a sponge on a shirtless man. They're both wearing cowboy hats. And then we get a shot after that of a bunch of other shirtless cowboys standing out in mm -hmm. the New Mexico desert. <laughs> Fucking whatever they're doing, whatever weird group date this is. I mean, yeah. what is this group date? Dress up like a cowboy, take off your shirt, and I'm going to sponge you down? I wonder if it's a um, <laughs> an obstacle course. <laughs> Maybe. But that dude, the guy she's sponging down is fucking jacked this mm -hmm. is like quintessential modern era pro bodybuilder style player yeah kind of like a, a luke parker type dude we don't know if he'll have a similar attitude i don't know anything about this guy but that's at least what they're giving me here is like and don't worry we've got you covered there will be dudes on this show who are fucking huge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we see we see an image of the rest of the guys. They're taking their shirts off. I won like. I wonder what that what that moment is. Is that like the dodgeball date? Have they just lost some marker in some game where they have to lose their shirt? It's definitely a forced nudity group date, at least partial here. Yeah. So what's next? Come back to the sexy. Oh, we see a kiss. Thurston's kissing a dude. Not sure what night that is. Because a bunch of these clips, she's not wearing her night one dress. She's wearing this other green sparkly dress. Come back to the sexy. The crazy. That's where we get the Winnebago shot. Some guy's going to do a grandy and a fucking Winnebago. The crazy. So they're saying that doing a grandy is crazy. Or at least a Winnebago's crazy, and then they kind of overlap it with a tot. Somebody steps out of the limo to do a full-body tot. He's dressed as a cat, and he walks up to her, and she says, Oh, my God, that's perfect. And he's like, You stole my line. My pun, yeah. My pun. And it's like, Yeah, motherfucker, do you know who you're dealing with? This is Katie Thurston. <laughs> she's going to do everyone's limo exit. Oh, you're going to do a cat joke. Oh, you're going to do a vibrator joke. Just fill them all in. I love that. You're not going to be able to surprise her. She's one of the, in my opinion, she is one of the most astute players that we have ever seen. Just yeah. by virtue of her becoming the Bachelorette after an 11th place finish, she, again, I, I will keep repeating these stats probably until my death day. Uh -huh. She had more hoojus than any player on her season. She was eliminated in 11th place. <laughs> that does not seem possible. And yet it is 100% true. She did two group date hoojus. She did two hoojus on the same fucking one-on-one. -on -one. Never done before in history. She knows the game cold. <laughs> These motherfuckers don't stand a chance. He's coming out in a cat costume. And she's like, already in her head, she's got 100 fucking cat puns. 
Well, she has a cat, so it's a, you know, if you're going to do an animal tot, do one that's personal to the bachelorette. I love that. He's got little, he's drawn on little whiskers. He's got a little bow tie. I feel like that guy's got great energy. Yeah. He seems like a fine guy. I don't know. The full body tot to me is like, it's always a little risky. You run the risk then of like, is he going to be sitting around in that fucking cat suit for the whole of night one? Does he get to take it off and be in a suit? We've seen that played differently, obviously. Like trying to out funny Katie Thurston is never going to work. None of these guys should be doing that. And that seems to be what he's doing here a little bit in this limo exit. Right after that, we have a man who looks like he has just completed his limo exit enter the mansion or the house with the sex doll and say, what's up, boys, and enters holding the sex doll in front of him. We can't even see his face. And then the other guys or three or four other guys clink and say cheers to not being that guy so the (laughs) ostracizing of players happens as it always does on night one but here very early and usually that initial kind of push to be like that is our enemy fuck that guy it usually does have something to do with their limo exit either it's too audacious or maybe Mm -hmm. a player even shows someone up and the other players get fucking pissed at it here it's like they will accuse this guy of being 4TWR. Certainly, he's not taking this seriously. What a fucking joke. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, a doll is not a kiss of death. Look at Adam Goschalk. <laughs> yeah. And it's pre-approved kind of by Katie Thurston. She came in with a dildo. I haven't forgotten that fact. <laughs> it has been rammed into my brain over and over. <laughs> you have a memory of it still? Uh if she dismisses this fucking guy, there's a little bit of hypocrisy in it. And I think for that reason, mm. that guy's going to make it through night one for sure. Interesting. Especially if he is brewing a villain edit potentially or a rivalry with one of these other guys who's like, fuck you, you brought in a sex doll. Producers will want him there. Choose to not be that guy. Spoken like a true night one guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see if the producers make this guy drag that fucking doll around all night, like when he goes to have his one-on-one time. How Uh much of that doll will we be seeing? Because they did that with Katie Thurston, obviously. They did that with Adam Jr. They put the doll on all of these dates and just would cut to it at the end of every scene, just hovering somewhere in the corner. Yeah, the sex doll is definitely going to be making some more appearances. The sex doll is somewhere between Adam Jr. and MJ the Vibrator. Mm -hmm. It's like a a merger of it, because this is a... It's a humanoid. It's like an anthropomorphized sex toy. So <laughs> it has a face. You're going to be seeing, I, I, I think we're going to get like a shot of just the doll's face in reaction to something that somebody said. They'll cut that uh-huh. in as like a yeah. visual joke. I feel like that will probably Definitely. happen this season. <laughs> this is so fucking crazy. The oh, next shot God. is the tear play sequence. We see first an uh, a Katie Thurston tear play. She's in a the sparkly green dress. So it's not night one that she's crying. But the drama reads below that. Then we see a bunch of tears. And then D-R-A-M-A. And the screen is split to a bunch of different guys' faces for each letter. Some of them are crying. But the first guy is making a very surprised face. Like he's observing something wild. 
It's, it's one of my favorite shots of this video. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he might be our face player this yeah. season. I don't know who that guy is. And we're going to be doing, in the next couple of weeks leading into Katie's season, we're going to be doing extensive breakdowns of all the Instagrams of the players of the guys on her season. But this dude so far, just of the footage we've seen of the show, he's going to be our face player. Then we get... To another shot of Thurston in the green sparkly dress. And what is she saying, Clues? Katie Thurston is saying, if you're not here for the right reasons, there's the door. She is pointing offset somewhere, and she is very serious. This performance of the 4TRR ultimatum happens almost every season. Hannah Brown had a very Mm -hmm. good one. Sometimes it includes tears. This is about as good as you can get. Now, we're only getting a small clip of this. I don't know what leads into it. I don't know if somebody is accused of 4TWR. I mean, that's usually how these things happen. Somebody's going to tattle to her and say, ah, the fucking guy who brought the sex doll, he's got a sex doll company and he's just here to promote his brand or whatever. (laughs) And she's going to have to come out and deliver this speech to all of her players and be like, look, I've heard if, you know, some guys are here for the wrong reasons. And if that's you, there's the fucking door. She delivers it with authority. She's taking control of the situation. And at least from what I'm seeing, she is not losing emotional control. There are no tears here. This is just straight authority. I am running this, motherfuckers. And if you are not here for what I'm here for, take a fucking hike. I love it. I fucking love it. I think that tone is going to basically be her hallmark. I think it's going to be everything. The entire season is going to be this is my show. If you don't like that, goodbye. I just love the literal 4TRR verbiage that's in here. It's like this is fucking canon. This is canon bachelor. She's a high level player. I mean, we know that, again, yeah. I, for who juice. I can't. Uh, th- you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like she understands every That's element of the game. That's going to be your last words. For, for Hooges. <laughs> Katie Thurston for <laughs> What did Grandpa say? Whoa, you have grandchildren. Robotic grandchildren or digital. Okay. It's one of those dolls made into an AI. It's this doll that you've been able to procure. I just feel like she is... She's such a student of the game. Mm -hmm. She not only knows what to say, she knows when to say it. She knows that that shot is going to be in the fucking promo. She's seen that little speech given by all the other bachelorettes before her. She knows this is her time to do it. Whatever prompts it, I'm very curious about that. But like, as soon as somebody starts tattling to her, like, Jimmy's here for the wrong reasons. She's like, ding, I'm on. Walks back out in that room and is like, here it is. If you're not here for the right reasons, there's the door. It's fucking beautiful. The arm right out gesture. That's why I never settled for men like that. I, I truly believe, I have believed this even before this promo, but now that I'm watching the promo, I truly believe we are going to see a season unlike we have seen. This might be an evolution a little bit of the game because she knows the traditional structure of this game Mm -hmm. inside and out. She's obviously using some of it in that speech. I'm sure she uses other stuff throughout the season, but she's going to twist it a little bit. 
This is going to be different. She's going to take this familiar structure and make it her own. And I cannot fucking wait for that. We haven't really seen it. We've seen some attempts like what Claire Crawley did, obviously. I don't know if you want to call that making the season her own or just fucking like completely (laughs) demolishing it. But this is something a little different. It's going to be enough of a traditional season that goes from beginning to end. We know that the season ended a week early or whatever. We don't know exactly why. Maybe she ended Fantasy Suites early or something. But we're going to get one Bachelorette through the whole season. And I just feel like I just feel like she's going to elevate this in a way that we've not seen. And I'm super fucking excited for it. Me too. I cannot wait for Hoojus, etc. <laughs> um the last image that we see is back to the the sound stage or the what do you call that? The white void, the, the cyclorama. Void. At the end, we're back in the white void. She's back in the purple uh vibrator dress. She's spinning, holding a rose, and you see that last image of like the Bachelorette season premiere Monday, June seventh, and she's yeah, the logo staring flies on straight screen. into the camera. Parasocial gives gaze. Us parasocial gaze back over the shoulder. That's Jason Momoa Aquaman style. If you've ever seen the movie Aquaman, that's his signature mm-hmm. move. He will always have his back to the camera and then look back over his shoulder and deliver a one-liner. That's how he's actually introduced in the movie. He drops into mm. a submarine, back facing us. And then he turns around and goes, this is the first thing Aquaman says in Aquaman. He turns over his shoulder and goes, permission to come aboard. <laughs> <laughs> After he's like ripped the hatch off and fucking, you know, forced oh, his way in or whatever. She's doing an Aquaman rough here. <laughs> yeah, she's doing Deep a Momoa. Cut. But no, it's uh, that reveal of like, it's Katie Thurston's back and now she's turning around and looking at us. And she has one of the best parasocial gazes in the game. And it draws us right in. And we see the fucking Bachelorette logo come on screen. The diamond ring flies in for the O. And we are fucking ready. Are they going to give us more promos? Is, is this the last one we get? We still have another fucking month almost. A little less than. There must be more than. Yeah, this was a, a great birthday present. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to the sexy and the drama. You know, I'll I'll say this. The one area in which I feel bad for Katie is that it's still a bubble season. I still feel like these three seasons, the Bachelorette 16, Bachelor 25, Bachelorette 17, Mm -hmm. they're always going to be remembered as having this weird fucking thing. And we talked about this on the last episode, that it is all the players are like sequestered. They're kind of imprisoned to some degree in this location. And it has a weird effect, psychologically for sure, but just on how they interact with each other and stuff. And I, I just want to be out of the bubbles. I want the old game again where we can fly around to yeah. exotic locations and see helicopter rides. And, you know, like one of the, the most fun things for me, I didn't even realize it until these bubble seasons, is when you get down to like round of six, or sometimes they do it with a few more than that, and they fly them somewhere internationally and you get that group date where they all are out in the street in like Paris or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. all looking around at the buildings and shit. There's something about that that is so intrinsically bachelor 
that it's like hmm. the the upping of the next level. It's really like, I mean, I guess that's what it is in these bubble seasons. There is no leveling of the game. The longer yeah, you no stay in it, you made it to the travel round. Yeah, there's no reward. There's no enhancement. You're still just like locked in your room waiting for a producer to come by and either slide a plate of food under the door or a date <laughs> card, you know? <laughs> they should do that. They should just like move to another side of the resort once there's fewer people. Something. But we'll see what they do this season. But I'm thoroughly impressed by this promo. This one got me fucking going. May I just point out what the Bachelorette Instagram bio says right now? The first line says, here for the Katie content. And the Bachelorette logo is in purple. I'm just like, that's interesting. And I'm here for the Katie content. As are we all. I think we're in for something. I just, I think we're in for something. I haven't been this excited about a season in a very fucking long time. Usually they announce The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and I'm like, all right, we can see what they'll do. You know, I don't know, whatever's going on. <laughs> Matt James' season was like a little different. Obviously, the historical implications. And then once we got into the season, it was just like a fucking train wreck in slow motion. But this is different. I just feel very optimistic for the first time in a long time in this franchise. And I know it's still problematic. I know there's a lot of shit they got to fix. All that. We all know that stuff. But there's something in this promo that I'm like, fuck, they might have gotten some magic in this one. This might go down as one of the best seasons that's ever existed. The Coracle's always right. Always. We know that. 100% accuracy. You know what? I don't, uh, I definitely don't feel is missing. The LH. <laughs> Oh, totally. Totally. I could not fucking agree with you more. The show does not need him. (laughs) I've literally watched this promo at this point. Like, I've just had it on a loop as we've been recording this, just kind of watching it out of the corner of my eye. I've probably seen it about 200 times now. You just said that. The thing that was not missing is DLH. Yeah. I didn't even notice it until you Mm -hmm. mentioned it. Completely agree with you. At least in this promo, I'm like... I I don't miss him. Now, once we get into the season, though, let's see what Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow can do. Because I'll tell you what, when JoJo JoJo came into season 16 of Bachelorette, I like I missed Dark Lord Harrison. She was not good. (laughs) She wasn't good. She couldn't do the job. I don't know if Tasia can do it. I don't know if Caitlin can do it. Let's give them the chance, obviously. I think they can. I think Caitlin and Tasia are I know Jojo's in the two million club, but I think Caitlin and Tasha are better at social media than Jojo and like hosting. Yeah, I agree. I'm curious to watch what happens to their Instagrams. I think they're both gonna hit two million club. God damn. Can they do a podcast together? I know Tasha has clickbait, but like no offense, Tasha. You're you're bigger than clickbait. That's all I'm saying. Happy hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or a a new thing. I'm not sure. I could like a Caitlin Bristow Tasha Adams podcast, I think would be the biggest Bachelor podcast. Time will tell. Time will tell. But <laughs> that is all we got for you today. We have a happy birthday for Pace Case, of course. We had the world premiere of Went to the Gym, Went to a Party. And <laughs> 
we did our deep dive analysis of this promo that just came out today. Fuck, I'm just, I'm so fucking. You're here excited. for the Katie content. I'm here for the fucking Katie content. <laughs> I'm here for all this shit. Even that dude who's like, I'm a jacked cowboy. Rub me down with a sponge. Mm-hmm. This shit's gonna be You're hilarious. Here yeah. I'm here for that guy. I'm here for all those fucking guys. I don't. I'm just like my head is fucking spinning thinking about are any of these guys going to be good players because we've seen what happens when you get somebody like a Nick Vial for example as the bachelor he becomes disinterested in the show because he's like I'm a better player than all of you Katie's going to have that to some degree but here's the difference I don't think Katie's going to show it I think Katie's no, going to play she doesn't look over it at all she looks excited about this process she looks in it she looks for trr Bial could never yeah you know what it is i think it's genuinely for trr for her she's a good player and all that but i think she really actually is there to see what's going to happen Vial had already gone through fucking two seasons of bachelorette and a bip that motherfucker was worn down imagine going through that's basically like three years of your life mm-hmm. having producers control everything you do you would be a husk of a human being. I'm surprised Nick Vial is still attached to any of this shit. Katie Thurston, though, got just a little taste. She didn't even have to do a full season. <laughs> she didn't have to go through the trauma of fantasy suites, hometowns, the final rose ceremony, none of that shit. She still is kind of unchanged by it. She got a little bit of a social media bump. And she became kind of mm-hmm. this funny character within the nation. And now she's like right into Bachelorette. This may be the way to do it. She might be the new model. Because if you can get someone who's like still fresh, who hasn't been destroyed by the process yet. Mm-hmm. Then you can destroy them on camera. Maybe. I, the producers are certainly going to try. I just, I have to say it. I don't think Katie Thurston is going to let that happen. I think the producers could throw whatever they want at her and she's just going to fucking dodge Mm -hmm. everything i don't think anything will stick to her god i hope she tries to guess everyone's standy she's like it's perfect um it's a sex doll it's uh i have a hole ready for you a hole in my heart (laughs) (laughs) um okay this is a box okay uh the ultimate present is love uh yeah just like trying to guess them all but yeah, we're very excited for the season. We're excited to be covering it, and we just think it's going to be outstanding. Unlike anything we've ever seen. June 7th, less than a month. But that is it for today. Thank you for joining us for this celebration and this deep dive into the promo. We will, of course, be back in 48 short hours with this week in Bachelor Nation. And Jesus Christ, what a week in Bachelor Nation. There's still 48 hours left <laughs> in Bachelor Nation this week. I don't know what else is going to fucking happen, but some of the fetus play that is going on. I mean, they're toddlers oh now, gosh. but Jesus fucking Christ. Some of the most powerful toddlers in the game are uniting at events this week. It's I insane. I don't even know what you're talking about. I thought you were oh talking about different strong fetus play that has already happened so wait what fetus uh, play are you talking about kevin and astrid well yeah that was great fetus play i'm talking about the birthday party of alessi lion <gasps> that had two very special oh, guests no i haven't seen it was glitter baby uh, there no the tolbert toddlers 
Oh my god. Yeah, they met for the first time. And Wow, okay. It's unfucking believable. We're, we're going to be it's covering that this week in Bachelor before Twiven. So much to discuss. <laughs> I know exactly. I, I that's why I wanted to do this whole fucking promo because it's like yeah. the promo deserves this, and we can't fucking devote an extra hour. <laughs> oh my god, we did an <laughs> hour. Twiven's oh gosh, it deserved it. But uh, once again, thank you everybody. We will see you this Thursday with this week in Bachelor And before we go, as always. What is the Dwab at? It has been 6,986 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be our beloved game. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Went to the gym and I went to a party. Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive Today I did more than just survive Went to the gym and I went to a party Went to the gym and I went to a party Went to the gym and I went to a party Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive Today I did more than just survive Went to the gym and I went to a party Went to the gym and I went to a party Went to the gym and I went to a party Spent a year inside, no longer feel alive Today I did more than just survive Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in... Um three body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven day routine, tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. 
As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix, just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, The dreaded bathrobe? Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> 